You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, sir, people, the time of the evening where we join our very own Maulana Salim Karim on pertinence punctuated and a beautiful topic indeed. Sabr and shukr are wonderful things. Maulana, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell us how you're doing this fine, beautiful evening, Maulana. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Excellent. With the Fazal of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Alhamdulillah, Ladi Bini'amatihi Tatimus Salihat. And as the Ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and the beautiful little that Allah has given us as His servants, Wa'ibadur Rahman. What a beautiful title. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah ta'ala loves the name Abdullah. Abdul Rahman. Allah has given the title and his akhlaq is perfect. So in life, Allah Ta'ala is going to put you and me through many tests. وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعَ وَنَقْصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنْفُسِ وَالثَّمَرَاتِ وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, glad tidings for Bashiri Sabirin. Give them Basharat, give them the message of hope and happiness. But when you are tested by Allah ta'ala, this is a, such a speci- special dua that Allah has blessed the ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. To Allah do we belong and to him is our return. Allah Ta'ala has given us guidance in the Quran that when Allah showers you with bounties, how to react and how to express gratitude. And when Allah puts you and me through test and trial, how should we react? What should we do? We all go through this every day in our life. There are moments of joy. There's moments of sadness, there's test and trial, there's success and achievement. So how do we go about thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? You know, there's a beautiful saying that love triumphs hate. That when you love Allah and His Rasul, then obedience and submission becomes the order of the day. You know, people are returning from Hajj, Shafat Bhai. So just to start off, what should be our reaction as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that they are returning home like newborn babies, that their gunas are forgiven. For Sahira gunas, the act of Hajj has wiped away all their gunas. And for Kabira gunas, they have made tawbah sincerely to Allah Ta'ala. So when a Hajj returns, she go up to him. And say the beautiful words, Kabil Allahu Hajjak. May Allah accept your Hajj. Wa Ghafar Azambak. May Allah forgive your sins and mistakes. And may Allah replace you with all that you spent. What a beautiful dua. So Hajj was a journey of sabr, as they say, that when you're going out on safar, and especially when you're going on the journey of Hajj and Umrah, you have to have tons of sawab and sabr. Because every aspect 
of your luxury is going to be tested. And if you don't have sabr, a sabru dhiyaun, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, sabr is a nur, is a light from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's a wonderful quality. Sahaba Kiram, we asked a question by the Prophet himself. Are you all Muslims? Rasulullah very well knew that my Sahaba and my companions are Kamil Mu'min, radiallahu anhum waradu an. But see the question Rasulullah is asking. So they replied, Ji, Ya Rasulullah, we are. Definitely, so Rasulullah said, what proof do you have? So they said, number one, Allah ki ni'matu par shukr ada karte. That whatever bounties Allah has given us, we are grateful for it. Number two, musibato par sabr karte. You'll always find sabr and shukr going hand in hand. So, Musibato par sabar karte hi, Allah ki ni'mato par shukar ada karte hi. And the third and most beautiful thing they said, Allah ki faisle par razi rehte hi. Whatever decision, wal qadri khayri hi, wa sharri hi min Allah ta'ala. Whatever good or bad happens to us, it's already written in our taqdeer. So Allah ki faisle par razi rehte hi. We are always happy with Allah's decision. As-sabru duyaun and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, sabr is a light from Allah. In another hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the mafum of the hadith, as-sabru in the sadmatil ula. When is real sabr rewarded and credited to the person who went through the difficulty? Is on the first point of impact and that took place now, a tragedy took place right now with you or your family members. The first word that came out was, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. The sawab that Allah gives to you is unimaginable. Because it's a complete shock of this tragedy. Or whatever you went through. It's an accident, somebody passed away, something happened drastically. And all that came out of your mouth was inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. As-sabru inda sadmati ula. Rasulullah said, real sabr is on the point of impact. Let's take this hadith further. There's another hadith, the mafum of the hadith is that generally when you are faced with a calamity, see, and you exercise sabr and patience, Allah Ta'ala says to the farista, give him the full reward of it. Some years later, you recall that incident that you went through. Ten years ago, you had an accident. An accident. Or twenty years ago, somebody passed away. Or any calamity befalls you. And you recall it. And at that moment, again, you also repeat this beautiful dua. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rasiun. Allah Pak says to the Faristas, give this banda of mine the full reward that you all gave to him in the first instance. So, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun is such a powerful dua, not only for when a person passes away, 
for any difficulty that you go through, any inconvenience that you go through. Innama yuwafwa sabiruna ajrahum bi ghayri Allah Pak says, Hadrat Ismail alayhi salatu wassalam said, Satajiduni insha'allahu minas sabiri. Oh Allah, insha'allah, my father, you will find me amongst those who persevere and exercise sabr. So Allah Ta'ala grant us this beautiful quality that in times of difficulty and hardship, whenever Rasulullah was said, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-hammi wal-huzni. Oh Allah, protect me from sadness. Allah, protect me from ham and huzn. You are worried, you are stressed, you are sad. Wala tahinu, wala tahzanu. Allah Pak, you say, wala tahinu. Don't lose hope. Don't be sad. Allah is with you. Sabr karo. So these are beautiful ahadiths of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because whatever test Allah is putting you through, Shafat it's not a form of punishment. Allah, sometimes Allah Ta'ala looks at our amals. You know, and the, the quantity and the quality of our ibadat is not of that standard that Allah desires from us. So, to better it, Pari Ta'ala puts you some, puts you through some test and trial. Okay, let me see my banda, how he is going to react. And that's a real test. So may Allah Ta'ala grant you and me tawfiq. And Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, you know, Khulqi Hassan, good character, one of the most important points in it is sabr. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ji khiyarukum ahsanukum akhlaqan. When you are in difficulty, Allah wants to see your reaction. Do you start screaming? Do you start complaining to Allah? Do you start rejecting deen and shariat? Or you say, I accept it wholeheartedly. Qala innama asku bathi wa huzni ilallah. Hadrat Yaqub is separated from Hadrat Yusuf 40 years, cried, became blind. Father and son relationship. Father is crying for Yusuf every day. He cried so much, became blind. Can you imagine the huzn, the sadness? And Hadrat Yaqub crying and crying and crying, lost his eyesight. But Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala restored that eyesight. So, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ahabbul ibad ilallah. Who is the most loved person by Allah? Ahsanuhum akhlaqan. Those who have the best of akhlaq. And you want to see a person, how much of akhlaq he has, and observe him in time. That's why Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Ashifat by in times of happiness, when Allah has given you everything plentiful, shukr Make shukr to Allah. Remember Allah Ta'ala in your good times. Allah will take care of you and remember you in your difficult times. So these are some of the beautiful teachings of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Three things is important in life. Forgiveness over revenge. Hold your horses, as you say. Pehle socho, phir bolo. 
फर्स्ट थिंक बिफोर यू स्पीक जी लिखने से पहले सोचो कलम उठाने से पहले सोचो बिफोर यू पिक अप दैट पेन टू राइट आउट योर तलाक और वट एवर यू वॉन्ट टू राइट थिंक वेरी केयरफुल बिफोर यू पुट पेन टू पेपर तो फरमाए फोगिवनेस ओवर रिवेंज डोंट टेक रिवेंज वाइन आ कब तुम आबू बी मिस लिमा कब तुम बिह वाला इन सबर तुम Yes, Sharia gives you permission. Somebody is hurting me. Somebody is really causing pain and taklif. I have a right to take revenge. But then again, there's a test here. Say somebody clouted me. I don't know the force. How do I measure the force of impact on my face? And I must do the exact same to that person. I may. do it less or i may do it more if i do it more i become the zali to allah pak says wala in sabartum you give up your rights and say i won't take revenge i will make sabr and i leave it to allah subhanahu wa taala allahumma ghfirhu wa allah forgive him this is great akhlaq to may allah taala give us tawfiq number 2 love for others what you love for yourself and thirdly love for fellow humanity and look for the best in others this is another way of expressing sugar shukar that when you see somebody that allah has given wealth a good family pious children is a peace tranquility say bismillahi ma sha allah ji you making shukar to allah subhanahu wa taala number 2 if you want to lead a balanced life and you want to understand the concept of shukar and sabr How beautifully the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam in a beautiful hadith, the mafhum is very clear that in matters of dunya, we all are living in this dunya. Allah has given us many bounties. So how do we how do we compare ourselves? Look at those below you in matters of dunya and appreciate what Allah has given you, because. maybe my neighbor or my brother or any other family is not so well off like me but it doesn't give me the right to boast and mock and poke fun i must make lak shukr to allah allahumma lakal hamdu kullu wa lakash shukru kullu allahumma inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik what a beautiful dua rasulullah said to hadrat muaz ya muaz i love you I love you for the sake of Allah. Hazrat Muaz radiyallahu ta'ala said ya Rasulullah I equally love you as much as I love you. Rasulullah said to him oh, oh Muaz let me give you a piece of advice make sure that after every namaz you read this dua Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika Allah help me to remember you wa ala shukrika Allah help me to make shukr and be thankful to you for your bounties given to me wa husni ibadati and allah help me and assist me to my do my duty with perfection so the the yaasti to balance sabr and shukr rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said in matters of dunya look at those below you and appreciate wallah what allah has given to you very few of us do this wa qalilun min ibadi ash-shukur very few of us 
are grateful to Allah for every bounty. The breath that you took in right now, five seconds ago, and the breath that you exhaled is a ni'mat from Allah, Rabbul Alameen. Did we thank Allah for that? I needed to use the loo. If I don't go, my bladder is full. The pain is excruciating. And you relieve yourself. Did we read the dua? Did we thank Allah? So, respected brothers, summa latus'alunna yawma idhin anil na'im. Allah is definitely on the day of Qiyamah going to ask you for accountability for every ni'mat and bounty that He gives you. So, in short and brief, in matters of dunya, look at those below you and make shukr to Allah. And in matters of deen, don't consider yourself to be too pious. In matters of deen, look at those who are far more educated than you. And make shukr to Allah. That Allah Rabbul Alameen has given me the basic knowledge of Islam and Sharia. But first, Alu Ahl Dhikri in Kuntum La Ask the learned if you don't understand. Rasulullah said, Allah Pak sent me as a teacher. So in matters of deed, look at those who are above you and learn from them. Take heed from them. May Allah Ta'ala grant us tawfiq as Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam has given us beautiful du'as to read in times of difficulty. One of it is, Ya Arhamar Rahimin, one, Ya Akram al-Akramin, two, Fallahu khayrun hafiza wa huwa arhamur rahimin, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon, in times of difficulty and hardship, and for bounties, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allahumma la nuhsi sana'an alayka. La'in shakartum la'azidannakum. Allah says, be grateful for everything. You took a morsel of food, alhamdulillah. You took a sip of water, alhamdulillah. You took a step, alhamdulillah. You didn't collapse. You didn't get paralyzed, alhamdulillah. You sat in a vehicle, alhamdulillah. You reached home, alhamdulillah. You left home, alhamdulillah. You did business, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Afzalu zikr, la ilaha illallah. Afzalu dua, alhamdulillah. Shukr to Allah. And a great definition of the word shukr, Allah paak ki dihui ni'mat. Whatever bounty Allah has given you, use it in His obedience. This is real shukr. You can say shukar alhamdulillah as we all say shukar alhamdulillah, masha Allah, subhanallah, use those words. But the real shukar, dosto, azizo, and friends, is Allah ki dihui ni'mat. The bounties that Allah has given to you and me, use it in the obedience of Allah. That is real shukar. And real sabr, as-sabru inda sadmatil ula. That at the point of impact, it's happening now and now. And you say, Inna lillahi wa inna So these are two beautiful qualities. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to make shukar and inshallah to make sabr. Shabbat, I don't know if you have any questions, inshallah. I was just trying to give a summary 
of what sabar and shukar is. It's a very beautiful topic. You can speak mm. for days and weeks. What is sabar and what is shukar? But inshallah, for us, we are weak. Just be grateful to Allah for the bounties that He's given to us. Uh, bless you, Molana. Absolutely, mashallah. Very intriguing indeed. Uh, but you know, I was uh, generally, you know, we talk to a lot of people, and uh, you find those people that go to work early in the morning. And sometimes uh, these people are working for uh, very oppressive, uh, you know, bosses and uh, they give them a rough time. And, you know, the darajah of those people that work under trying conditions, leaving home four in the morning, getting back six in the evening, but have to, uh, you know, be at the uh, at the receiving end of a vituperous uh, tongue of a boss or his moods and so forth. But they make sabr and they, uh, you know, uh, earning a halal or rosy is uh, equivalent to, you know, going on jihad. Your thoughts on that, Molana, before I let you go. The brothers who go and work and their employees, see what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Al-Qasibu Habibullah. The one who goes and works, sweats, and earns halal rosy for his family and for himself, Al-Qasibu Habibullah. Is Allah's beloved. A Sahabi of Rasulullah, I think it was Hadrat Jafar radiallahu ta'ala. One day Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam shook hand with him. And his hands were rough. Rough skin. Mashallah, our hands are like, you know, cotton wool, so soft, so delicate. <laughs> Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala said, Rasulullah's hand was so, so soft, it was like silk. Subhanallah. Hadrat Jafar radiallahu ta'ala made musafaha with Rasulullah. Rasulullah sallallahu said to him, why are your hands so rough? And see what answer he gave. He said, Ya Rasulullah, I go and work in the fields. See, I strive to earn halal rosy. And that is why you find my hands. If you look at the mechanic, you look at a welder, you look at a builder, a plasterer, a carpenter, subhanallah, all the time their hands are in action. You'll always find the skin rough. So the Sahabi is saying to Rasulullah that I go out every morning, inshallah, I walk in the orchards, I walk in the plantations, and that is why my hand is so rough and the skin is so rough. Rasulullah said, give me your hand. And Rasulullah kissed his hand and said, that hand that's worked so hard to earn halal rosy will never burn in the fire of Jahannam. Number two, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a person comes to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and says, Ya Rasulullah, I have a servant who works for me, he keeps making the same mistake over and over. How many times must I forgive him? You ask a good question. Because some of us, we employ people and we treat them like slaves. Gee, no raham, no mercy, underpaid, no overtime, no even tea time, not even lunch time. But what? Non-stop. No, but we want to hit her, bash her, talak her, and call her nasty words, and then hit her, so badly, and at night you want to share the bed. What type of akhlaq and insaniyat is this? So Rasulullah said to that person, even he makes this mistake 70 times and more, you make him maf. And if you learn to make Allah's bandas maf, Allah will forgive you on the day of Qiyamah as well. So that's my parting word, Shafaq. Maulana Salim Karim. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Allah bless you for being an integral part of our team and uh, someone uh, that is relevant. And inshallah, you'll be rewarded both in the dunya and the akhirah for that. Mulana, you have a blessed evening ahead. I just want to, Shafat Bhai, Shafat Bhai, I want to say something before I, I, I leave you. Bolo. Non-Muslims don't read the Quran. 
Is it a fact or not, Shafat? Why non-Muslims don't read the Quran? Ji. They don't even read the Hadith of Rasulullah because they have no idea what it is. What do they do? They read you. What is your akhlaq as a Muslim? Aapki altaf ko or akhlaq ko dekar. Looking at Rasulullah's akhlaq, non-Muslims. Aapki altaf, Rasulullah's kindness, Rasulullah's akhlaq, aapki altaf or akhlaq ko dekar. Ghair bhi kehte hain, tum ho rahmatullil alameen. Even the non-Muslims, the great staunch enemies of Islam, still believe and they know it in their heart. If there is any personality in the world that is most honorable and respectable, is none other than Muhammad Rasulullah. So the non-Muslims don't read the Quran, they don't read Hadith, they read you as a Muslim. What's your akhlaq and behavior? So it's very important. Sabr and shukr is a great part of our akhlaq and character. May Allah give us tawfiq. Wa akhiru Amin, Asuma, Amin. Bless the evening ahead. As I said, Maulana, we'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, Maulana Salim Karim, the absolutely brilliant sabr is a light from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imagine when you have the quality, you have the patience. You know, they say patience is a virtue, but sabr is a light from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, you know, we must sabr and shukr, as Maulana says, goes hand in hand. And we are always happy with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's decision. As believers, we believe implicitly in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Test and trials, you know, as Maulana said, is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this sense that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to upgrade us for the akhirah. So he gives us trials and tribulations. And, you know, those people that say, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun during trials and tribulations, for that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewards them immensely. And only in the deen of Islam uh, have we been given uh, such a lovely verse uh, from the noble Quran. From Allah we come and unto Allah shall we return. And then, you know, we uh, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his favors. You know, they say, Kis kis nemati apki rabki jutlawage fabi'i alai rabbi kumatu kaziban. So, which is it of the favors of your Lord will you deny? And the answer is none. Sight, you know, you get a taste. Imagine your taste buds. There's thousands and thousands of intricacies that goes through there on your taste bud. You can taste salt, you can taste sugar, you can taste sour, sweet, and you can taste a different fusion. All this a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, drinking of water, even relieving yourself. Do we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that, for all his neighbors and his, all his bounties? There's something to think about very deeply. And, you know, Bolana talks about the teacher of all teachers, none other than Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the teacher of all teachers. And we are so fortunate that we are the inheritors, uh, that we are those that imbibed the teachings of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And uh, Mulana, very telling point in the end, he says, uh, he asked a per- very important question or the pertinent question, do non-Muslims read the Quran or do they read the Hadith? And the answer was no. So what they do, we as Muslims, they watch us very carefully and they judge Islam by us. And if our characteristics and our behavior and our you know, dealings is in accordance to the sunnah and the teachings and the dictates of the noble Quran, then inshallah 
we can make an indelible impression on people. We ourselves could be a powerful dawah tool. So alhamdulillah, hope uh, you had a wonderful and a lovely evening with us. We really enjoyed your company. Uh, Lukolo, thank you very much for our brilliant engineering. Keep it locked on to Marcus Sahaba for beautiful programming and also lots of knowledge coming through from the team and I till we meet you again. We bid you, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.